We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Crossing route, Gurley makes the catch 20. First down, he hurdles. Far side of the field, stays on his feet. Inside the 10, Todd Gurley making his case for MVP. Wait, he throws back shoulder. Higby reaches out and makes an incredible catch for a first down. Off his back foot, he throws to the end zone. Cooper Cup leaping to make the catch. Out of bounds, he has it for six. He's got a knee-high snap, looking left. Now over the middle, he pump fakes. He rolls to his right with Connor Barwin pursuing. He knocks him down. The ball is thrown up in the air and batted away. Incomplete. The Rams' defense clinches it. Goff will come on the field for victory formation. The Rams' sideline across the field from us erupts in celebration. And so the playoffs are coming back to L.A. This January at the Coliseum. We, not me, versus the NFC. And for the first time since 2003, the Rams are NFC West champions. Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. This is managing editor Derek C. Paul with the man, the myth, the legend, Norm Hightower. And our guest today, Gary Young from the Die Hard Rams Booster Club. We're going to talk a little bit about his club and how uh, it started and so on and so forth. Before we get there, we want to ask you to head over to iTunes. We are in need of five-star reviews. Once we get to 100 reviews, we're going to go ahead and give out a $50 gift certificate to NFLShop.com. Get yourself a nice, hopefully, Rams jersey, right, guys? Rams jersey? Rams something? Sure. Sure. Okay. Also, subscribe, please. SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, 
our radio, Google Play, Android Player FM, and also don't forget we are on iebeatradio.com. They air our show on Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So we're going to go ahead and, and first just want to thank we want to thank our sponsor Jim Hawk. Jim Hawk's been amazing. I, I have no idea uh, how if any of you have read his book yet, but if you haven't, now's the time to read that book. Now it's time to do it. His book, Hollywood Scene, Grit, Glamour in the 1950s Los Angeles Rams, tells the story of the 1950s Rams through the lens of Jim's dad, John, who was an offensive lineman for the team from 1953 to 1957. Check out this story of his son and his father, the team he played for in the era of Glitz, Glamour, and future Hall of Famers. You can read about players like Norm Van Brocklin, Crazy Legs Hirsch, Tom Fears, Les Richter, all of them in this story span the 1950s Los Angeles Rams. You can find Hawk's book online at hollywoodsteam.com and on Twitter, at Hollywood's Team. It's available both in hardback and electronic form at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. So, there you go, folks. Trust me, I've read it. Normal try to read past the first page and probably fail. But overall, it's a great read. Give it a shot, folks. Just give it a shot. I promise you it's worth it. Oh, and by the way, just so you know, the contest is still going on because for whatever reason, I don't know, we, we, need, more, we need more replies. If you wish to get tickets... To the second preseason game at home. That's the Texans game here in, what, three weeks? Three weeks? Yeah. Answer this trivia question. Send us an email with Jim Hawk in the line. He is providing these tickets, folks. It's just him providing these tickets. That's an you know, awesome thing for us. So, the trivia question is this. What foreign conflict did John Hawk serving again what foreign conflict did former rant John Hawk serve in okay send us the answer also we, we requested this hopefully you do it let us know what you like about the podcast or what you'd like to see more of we really appreciate it as well but really just please provide us that answer you can email it to us at ramstalk1945 at gmail.com Ninth, okay. right, ninth right answer gets the prize, right? Ninth right answer. We don't have our ninth right answer yet. That's what blows my mind. Well, let's get on it, folks. So, there you go. If you want tickets, they're free. With a capital F, capital R, capital E, E, free, okay? Provided to you by Jim Hawk. So, I can't tell you. We can't, what an awesome sponsor he's been for us. We just can't tell you how grateful we are. Okay. Now, Gary Young. The diehard Rams Booster Club is on the show this now. Gary, how yes, are sir. you, man? How's it going? I'm great, bro. I'm great. Football season is here. So it's 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 fantastic. Yeah. First preseason preseason game tomorrow night, right? Yes, sir. That is gonna be camp- nice to have football back on TV. Yeah, yeah. It was good to go to camp, man. Went into camp uh last Saturday. It was fun. It's fun. See so, him back out there running around was great. So what did you see? What were some of your observations out there? Uh, I went out there. Defense, defense really good. Uh, uh, Goff was on target, man. And uh, watching Cooks run those routes and and just blow past people. I, I just can't wait to see him at 100% speed out there, you know, going for a win. I think it's going to be amazing. Um, seen a lot of the, uh, the rookies out there. Trying real hard to get their spots. It was cool to, cool to see. Uh, uh, we didn't get to see Talib uh, out there because he was uh, he didn't have a, he wasn't uh, suited up to go. 
but just to, to see Peters out there was pretty cool. Uh, Gurley wasn't suited up yet or, or Sue, so watching the veterans sit down, I was just like, ah, I can't wait till the 11th. So once I go on the 11th, it's going to be even better to see them all, all working together in pads. How'd the rookies look? Uh, they looked good, man. Uh, just watching the reps that they were getting was cool. Uh, I, I I just hope that the the linebacker core steps up because that's what that's what we really need. That man, we really need them to step up and to be that that second line of defense past our line. So, is there any rookies that stood out to you? Uh, Ibukum. I really, I really like him. Um, he looks strong, man. He looks real strong. So I hope, I hope he, hope he looks as good playing against other other people than he does uh, across from the way. But like I said, I really didn't get to see the pads. So he looks strong. Look quick off the ball. Uh, that's. Uh, I'm just. I, I just want to see him in pads though, so I can actually see him uh, put that full force into it and. See where he's gonna get. He needs a. He needs to be able to plant and and put his body in there. Uh, other than rookies, I I was liking uh, Littleton. I, I've always liked him since since he came in. He's been putting in a lot of work and he's looking up a lot quicker too. Oh man, oh, I I can feel Norm's smile all the way through this microphone. He's over there just giggling on schoolgirl. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, he he has a man crush on Littleton. It seems. Yeah, I, I really like. I I like him on special teams and. He's going to step into his role as a linebacker this year. So tell us a little about you. You're, you start this, this booster club. How did you become a Rams fan? Well, my, my uncle, uh, Jimmy Ayala, been a Rams fan since he was a kid. Um, and I've been a Rams fan ever since I can remember. Um, yeah, that, that's that's just how it went. My family was Rams fans. I have a bunch of cousins, Rams fans. My my. My little brother became a Rams fan because of me, and, and it just, you know, mushroomed into a lot of family that, that have any Rams fans. And unfortunately, you know, with, the, with us being in California, it was a mix, you know, so we do have the, the whiner rivalry in there. So there's a couple of my cousins that are that, but it was great to, to overthrow them every, every chance we got, you know, for a long time. Yeah, my uncle Rick Hightower was a Rams fan when I was growing up, and that's what got me started, but... You know that was way back in the '60s. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm thirty. I'm thirty-nine, and I've, like I said, ever since I can remember, I, I can I'll honestly say I'll go uh, thirty-seven years. So I guess the first two years won't really count. <laughs> well, I was in front in front of the TV when I was not even able to walk yet. So yeah, they they they've they bred they raised me right. I'll put it to you that way. <laughs> Although the funny thing is, my uncle's now a Chargers fan. So, oh no! He, but he's uh, coming back, man. You're bringing him back in the we're, circle. We're working on him. He he was a Rams diehard Rams fan. Got me started in him, and then when the Rams well, when the Rams moved, that was enough for him. And that's well, that that phrase that phrase alone, diehard Rams fan, means that you you should bring him to one of our uh, tailgates. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get down there. I'm I'm really shooting to get go to the Packers game this year. Uh, and, right if I, and if I can manage to do that, I'm going to get a ticket for him and bring him with me. Oh, you want to stop by lot six? Yeah, no, I was there. Uh, I was there last year at the 49ers game, last game of the year. Yeah, I came uh, by haul him t-shirts. He think he wants t-shirts off of us. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. 
Okay, so what's the story about behind this booster club? What got it going? Because there's plenty of other clubs out there. What got you decided to go ahead and do this? Well, uh, before the booster club scene, like me and my brother and a couple of my my close friends, we were you know going to the rallies, the Greenback Valley Rams rallies, we're doing the Coliseum thing, we're doing the marches. Um, it was cool, you know. I, I I've known uh, Ralph for uh, for a while, and uh, and I talked to him about maybe uh, branching off or whatever, and and it just never, I just never got got all the way around to it. So I, I kind of wanted to wait until it was developed into like what I thought was the ideal um, vision for myself and, and the way I wanted to run a club. So uh, it took a couple years. It took me a couple years. Uh, I told my brother Sean, I said, you know what? As soon as they get here, man. We're gonna we're gonna start it. So first year came, we weren't quite ready yet. Uh, developing more, kind of. I just wanted to make sure that the foundation was set. You know, uh, took the first year and we launched uh, the draft party um, the following year. So that that was pretty solid. It, doing doing it the way we did, we kind of made a name for ourselves in the stands. We sit in 2H, made a name for ourselves. All the all the people around us were great. Um, the season ticket holders coming back every day, uh, became friends, and about 40 of those people that were surrounded by us through through the whole first season uh, were our first members. So that that was really cool. Well, how many how many people are in the club now? Total, we have we have just over a hundred. Yeah, just over a hundred. We're we're anticipating more. We have we have a few that are that are uh they come by, they you know, they come to every game with us, they come to every tailgate. They haven't they haven't signed up yet, but I mean we we they're diehards, you know, but uh but the official official members, uh over a hundred, about a hundred and six, I believe. That's a good start for sure. Thank you. For for you know, entering what? This will be what, your third year? And really kind no, of your no. second year? Officially, uh, our, our, officially the draft was, was the beginning of our second year. So you guess will be, this is really their first year. Yeah, we kind of launched that, that first year. This is, this is our sophomore year, I guess, but, uh, but actually being somebody and having, having people recognize who we are, it, it's, this is going to be the first full, full year. Yeah, you better avoid that sophomore slump, man. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah, buddy, we got we got a good front line. We all right. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, came by you guys' tent over there at uh at Ramfest, man, and you guys were loaded. Oh yeah, we, we you were loaded, and I, I was kind of hurt though. You didn't offer me a beer or a burger or anything. You made me sad. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? It's the ice chest is always open, brother. Uh, <laughs> matter of fact, when you came by, you caught me in the middle. I. I've been trying for two seasons to play cornhole, and I never get to play. And that that moment is the first time that I've actually picked up some cornhole sacks. And when you came up, I was in the middle of that game, and I was just like, "Man, I'm playing this game." And then I was pretty drunk, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but my but my VP my VP Matt Covington took care of you. Yeah, well, you guys were. Uh... <laughs> you guys were a lot of fun out there to talk to. Uh, so tell me this: What are some events you guys have planned or already underway with the Booster Club? 
Well, uh, we have a couple annual things that, I mean, well, obviously it's only our second year, but we, we've, we've already put the number on them. They're going to be uh, an annual thing for us. Um, we, what just recently passed right before uh, Ramfest was uh, our bash at the beach. Uh, it was pretty good. We got about 60 people there. Um, everybody come out, you know, put your canopies up, loud music, go by the bonfires. And it was pretty fun. Uh, good, great turnout. Um, we do, we do, uh, away games, every game at, uh, at our place called The Ledge. Uh, it's, it's in Ontario. It's, uh, Houston Flower Pizza. Um, we do every, every game there away. Um, home games, we, we, we're deep. We have about 12, 10 to 12 cars, uh, every home game. So we're kind of just, everybody just migrates that way. And, uh, we do a pretty good tailgate. So that's, that's the season. Um, Super Bowl party is a, is a must. Um, and then, uh, throughout that, we've, we've gotten a few things that we're trying to, trying to start. We have, we have a couple of, uh, fundraisers that we do throughout the year. We, we feed the, feed the homeless, uh, and we also do a, a toy drive for Christmas for the kids. Uh, we, we donate to a, a place called Stevens Hopes in, in Upland. Um, it's a, a place for, injured or or disabled or sick children so that's that's a big thing for us um recently we got in contact with a, a youth football league uh and they have a rams team there and we're we're going to do a drive for them as well and sponsor them so that's going to be a good thing for us as well well we're going to add to your list and and try to get you to join our initiative to uh get some of the you know the former rams uh, in the hall of fame Assume that. I emailed him today about that, actually. Yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm a big advocate for all of them, as, and more so for uh, Roman Gabriel. I, I'd, I'd really like to see him get in there um, before it's too late for him to, to actually walk the stage and, and accept it. You know, um, the other guys, the other guys, kind of, uh, uh, other than like you know the the newer guys, I, I couldn't. I, I don't remember them, you know. They were before my time, so. But the Roman Gabriel, the Roman Gabriel thing is a, it's a special, it's a special guy, man. He needs to be in there definitely. And I mean, Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce, they're gonna be in there, you know. Eventually. Uh, Cromwell, he, he should be in there. So I mean, I just really, I really hope uh, Roman Gabriel gets his shot. Well, we're gonna push for Gabriel, but we're gonna push for one other guy too. Who is that, Derek? Any matter. Yep, Eddie. Oh yeah, I, I read up on him. I did. Seemed uh, he was he was a beast. Yeah, Eddie Metter is probably, I think, the first one that we should try to get in, just because he's older and uh, really deserving. And then you know Roman Gabriel also, and then just kind of work our way down the list. So we're gonna we're gonna try to get all the clubs to to work with us and try to get you know this initiative going to get these guys. At least some serious consideration in the hall. Yeah, we just want them talked about before the. We just want someone to give them a shot in the veterans committee. And if the veterans committee looks at them and says, you know, we just don't see it, that's something we can respect. But we want them to get a shot in there. And I, I'm confident that if Metter gets in there, especially, to me, Metter is the one that's is painfully obvious. If you just simply look at the numbers and look at the age he played in, it's it's obvious. So it just blows my mind that. He is not in there. 
Yeah, he had what, like six consecutive Pro Bowl years. I, I don't I, think it was six. It was, but he had a section of them. Bang, 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 bang. And then it was actually a hit by Deacon Jones that ended his career. We probably would have played longer. Wow. So. Yeah, well, we're 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 uh, definitely definitely down to do whatever it takes to to help that go. All right, awesome. So, hey, question for you here. Yes, sir. What does it mean to to your fans there, to your group, to have the Rams back in LA? Man, that that. It's it's ridiculous. I, I was at a union meeting. I'm a, I'm a local 105 uh, sheet metal worker, and I was at a union meeting. And my my brother Lance Trahan called me when the announcement was made. This this is what I believe it was January Tuesday, January 12th, about six o'clock or something. Uh, he called me, said it's gonna happen. And I yelled and screamed and started crying. And everybody looked at me and they said, what the hell's wrong with you? And I was like, my Rams are coming home, baby. <laughs> it was it was amazing. And, and just just to see, because, you know, all the Facebook groups that were on, and just to see the cheer and the joy that it, that it came came from all of them. And then to come to the family day right before the, the Coliseum opened the gates for the first time. I was, I was the first one in line that I walked walking through the gates, seeing all the people there. It was it was beautiful, man. It was every every time I like when I when I got my season tickets for the first time, I cried, you know. And then my whole family looked at me and they started crying, and it was it was amazing. Dude. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was neat to go back to LA. It's been a long time since I've been to a game uh, in LA, <laughs> and I don't want to really say how long ago, but before you were born was Ooh. the last time I went to a game in LA. That's right. Korean War. <laughs> wow. And, uh, you know, so we went back there. I, I was born in Linwood and lived in Anaheim as a, as a real young kid before we moved up north to Oregon. And, you know, like I said, been a Rams fan ever since. And so to go back and see the Coliseum and, and see all the, the people walking around and the throwbacks and all that, it was it was pretty awesome. It was, it was almost a tearjerker for me, too. Yeah. Well, see, like when uh, the Rams left, left Anaheim in 80, right? So I was born in 79. I never got to see them at the Coliseum. Um, the only game I was able to go to as a kid, because we didn't have a whole lot of money, and my dad wasn't a football guy, uh, was the Rams played the Raiders. You had a big fight broke out. I believe it was 94. Uh, I was in the color guard for my high school, went to Benicia High School, and I presented the flags uh, for the national anthem. I got got to actually sit and watch watch them play the Raiders, and it was it was a great game for me. So that that was the only game I got to see until I was able to to take myself to a game. Well, that that game for me, the last year, the last game of the season, even though it didn't really matter for us, and we we played a lot of our second and third guys. Uh, to put it to you this way, the last game I saw at the Coliseum before that was watching Deacon Jones play. Wow. So it, it had been a long time, and, and Derek and I got to share that, and my girlfriend as well, and and it was a great experience. It was neat to see the Coliseum again, but I can't wait till the new stadium opens and get to go down there and watch our first game there. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be amazing. Right now, they're putting in the they're just starting to put the the iron in for the lower the lower seats, the field level seats. I, I worked there, so oh, okay, pretty great. Oh, you're working there now. 
Yes, sir. Ooh. Yes. I'm walking into heaven every day. Did you <laughs> have you like buried like a time capsule there or something? Uh, I haven't buried a time capsule yet, but uh, you should. Me, there, there are many members' names uh, scattered around the coliseum or around the new stadium across <laughs> all the beams. There you go. I will. I will have stickers in there. They probably won't be able to see them. They're going to get painted over, but there will be stickers everywhere. That's cool. It is really cool. Okay, so where can people find out more about you guys and, and follow you as well? Uh, you can look us up at uh, dieharddramsbc.com. Uh, that's our website, and there's a link to our Facebook, our Instagram, our, uh, our Twitter. All that's there on there. Um, we do uh, Die Hard Rams uh, Booster Club on Facebook and Instagram, and I believe it's Die Hard Rams BC on Twitter. So what's it take to become a member? Uh, you got to be... you got to be uh, outgoing. You know, we have a we have a, a few models, you know, uh, win or lose, die hard, never booze. You know, and, and that's that's a big thing for us. You can't can't sit in the stands and boo our boo our team. I don't care if they're having a bad day. You know, you're, you're not you're not gonna go to your son's football game and your son throws an interception. And you're gonna call him a jackass. You know what I mean? You're gonna you're gonna uplift them and, and make them feel good about themselves. Uh, without those rounds, we're nothing. So so to to down talk them. I mean, even even at, there's there was times when we had Greg Greg Robinson out there holding. You know, some of them, some of the plays that Tavon could have blew up on, you know, and, and I was just like, man, come on, dude. Like, all I could think about was just, come on, just come on, just stop holding, you know, but I, 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 there was people, you know, asking for his head and I was just like, you know, he's still wearing those horns, man. Still wearing those horns, you know, so first and, first and foremost, don't, don't blow up boys, you know, that's, that's what we're here for. It's all about the Rams. Uh, second thing, uh, for us, is first to come, last to leave, man. We, we we show up at that stadium early, seven o'clock. We line up, we get there, we tailgate early in the morning, and we don't leave until the the clock strikes zero 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 zero. And you know, uh, leaving up early, walking out, yeah, we're gonna be traffic, or yeah, there's no way we're gonna come back. But the one of the most disconcerting things I think one of these these players see is looking up in the empty stands, you know, and I, I think that's, that's not the way, that's not the way it should be. If you're a Rams fan, you know, you've waited 22 years for your team to come home. Uh, you should sit in that seat until, well, I don't sit, usually I'm up on my feet, but, uh, you should be there until the end of the game all the way, you know? And then, uh, thirdly, uh, be respectful, you know, come, come, come to the game and represent, the club represent your team with respect. Uh, we have a zero tolerance. You know, we don't we don't do all that extra stuff where you where you want to you know beat up people and and yell at them because they're wearing different different colors. And you know, do we do we do haze them? We do haze them. You know, we, but but uh, we all that violence and stuff. We don't we don't go for it. Uh, uh, we we actually have an open door policy for for any any diehard fan of any team. So when you come to our events, if you have a you know, a lost, a lost soul that happens to be a Miners fan or a, or a Raiders fan or what, what, what it be, you know, uh, they're, they're welcome there too, you know, but like I said, they're going to get hazed a little bit, but they, they can eat with us. 
do you have to do an application or anything like that to join? Yes, sir. Uh, we do have uh, three different type of memberships. We have a single membership, a couple's membership, and a family membership. And uh, they just fill the application in. Uh, we got small fees, uh, pay for T-shirts and membership cards. It gives you discounts. Uh, $20, $35, and $45 for, for the different memberships. Um, and then uh, that's it. You get a card, you get a shirt. Um, if you're a family, you get four cards and two shirts. And if you're a couple, you get two shirts and two cards. And then uh, that, what that does is when you come to our to our events, you get a discount on the merchandise. Uh, come to our pizza place and and you get a discount on beer and food and and uh, when we hold when we hold uh, events or whatnot, you you get a you know different type of entry. So it just it's a little something different. You have any T-shirts big enough to fit like Greg Robinson? Because that's kind of how I'm built. I have all the way up to five X. My brother is six foot five, and I'm not gonna say how much he weighs, but he's a big guy. He's a big guy, so we have to make sure that I can I can put a shirt on my brother. All right, well, you, you got one big enough, so I'll, 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 uh, I'll, I'll hit you guys up. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on a minute. I was out there, I'm giving away shirts to you guys, and you couldn't even, you know, throw them back to me? Oh, no, no. Oh, come <laughs> on, come on. We can get you the shirt, buddy, we can get you the shirt. <laughs> I don't, hey, I don't walk around with these things in my back pocket. Do you make, do you make, do you make a woman's 5X so Derek can have one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, silk? Well, silk works. He's a 2X. Come on. <laughs> well, I think it's time, Derek, that... Uh, first of all, are you going to stick around with this, or are you going you gonna to head out? Uh, sure, I'll stick around for a little bit. All right. Well, what we're going to do now is we're going to thank our second sponsor, which is uh, our initial sponsor, and we wouldn't be able to do this without him, and that's the Golden Ram Barbershop in Sal Martinez. If you're looking to support one of your own in the Orange County area and like the old school barbershop experience, you need to check out the Golden Ram Barbershop at 13755 Golden West Street in Westminster, California. Sal opened the shop as a shrine to the Rams the day they left for St. Louis, and he's kept the lights on ever since. He's by appointment only, so give him a call at 714-894-RAMS or 7267. Use the promo code RAMSTALK. It's important so he knows that we sent you to get a discount on an already affordable haircut. The Gold Ram Barbershop is open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday from 7 to 4 p.m. One more time, give Sal a call at 714-894-7267. A visit to his shop is completely worth it because there's tons of Rams memorabilia there. And he also gives you that old school barbershop experience and he'll talk football, Rams, and whatever else uh, while that while he's giving you that, that haircut. Trust me, folks, you won't regret it. You know, he, he made Derek even look better and that's pretty hard to do, so... Uh, give, give him a shot. And no matter what, I still look better than you. So I ain't gonna, you know, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Gary, have you been there yet? You been to South? No, but I, I've been looking for somebody to do me a nice straight razor fade. So hey, you get better get a call. Better get you, my call. Yeah, you, you got you gotta see a shot, man. Seriously, I'm not even lying. Yeah, you know what? I um at the when you had the draft party in LA with at the hangar, uh, I actually met him. Um, so I, I got his card, and he was talking to uh, Rockstar. Using thought yeah. about it. Thought about going over there and checking him out, man. Yeah, he's a good dude. You you really like it, and, he, and he's you know obviously does a good job at cutting hair. But uh, you know he'll talk Rams football with you. He's a smart guy. Really knows football, 
and uh, his shop is just amazing. Also, we're getting ready to start the season here. I mean, first preseason game is this Thursday, and uh, it's that perfect time to get in to, to be a sponsor with us. Right now, our rates are going to be the best they're going to be all year because our listens are going to start going up, and we're going to start charging more. And we could always use sponsors and people to support us like we have already with the Ramley that we that we work with. So, you know, reach out to us at ramstalk1945 at gmail.com or you can reach out to us and leave us a voicemail at 657-666-5453 and we'll get you a media kit out right away so you can take a look at, at how good our rates are. All right, and, and I can't say it's enough. Uh, our sponsorship, Hawk and... And uh, Sal Martinez have just meant the world to us. It's not even, I, you know, words can't explain it. I really, they just don't explain it at all. Yep. Now they're great guys, and and you know they support us, and we're asking you guys to support them. Yep. Okay, guys. So we're kind of getting into the position battles now, and we're going to start right away on offense. First things first, the quarterbacks. Right now, there are four quarterbacks in camp. We know. Of course, we know Mr. Goff will make the team. No brainer, right? Right? I mean, no brainer. Also, yeah. Sean Mannion, quarterback from Oregon State. He was a backup last year. Brandon Allen, quarterback from Arkansas. And then Luis Perez from Texas A&M Commerce. He's the rookie on the, the staff. Uh, we had Nick Hamilton on the last show, and he, he felt that the Rams will probably go with a two-quarterback system this year. I mean, not system, but two quarterbacks, period, on the roster uh, that he felt that Brandon Allen was not doing all that well in camp and didn't even mention Perez at all. Uh, what, how do you guys see this position battle pa- you know, panning out in the end for death chart purposes? Uh, who are you going to go first? Go ahead. Well, uh, I'll start. Uh, the, I think Sean Mannion, he, he, had, his, he had his chance, and I was, I was really pulling for the guy, man. I, I thought... I thought he was going to get the nod uh, a while back before Keenum. Um, uh, but I did like Keenum. But, uh, but this, uh, this, uh, Luis, Luis Perez, man, that, I seen video on that kid and he is accurate. He's got some power. He's, I'd like to see him. I'd like to see what he can do. I'd like to, to see him there in pressure and, and, uh, get some new blood in the backfield, you know? Yeah, I don't know much about Perez. Uh, I heard some good things about him when he first came in, uh, but then it kind of quieted down, and I haven't heard a, a whole lot about him since then. So, and, and not being in LA, it's you know it's obviously hard for me to go to camp and look. I'm hoping like crazy to make the scrimmage here in Baltimore uh, next week, and if I can, you know, I'll be watching those guys, and, and I'll be at the at the preseason game against the Ravens, or Ravens. So I'm sure I'll get to see you know both those guys and. And see how they're doing. Um, Brandon Allen, I, I, I have my doubts about him. I, I don't know that, that he's what we're looking for. Uh, Luis Perez, I think, has got a shot. Mannion, you know, I've watched Mannion probably more than most Rams fans, considering I was from Oregon and, you know, I, I covered the Oregon Ducks. But did a lot of study and a lot of tape on, you know, on uh, Sean Mannion and, He's got he's got a lot of potential, but he just hasn't been able to put it together on the field. And you know, I don't know. I mean, look at 
how Jared Goff did under Jeff Fisher. So, <laughs> you know, he hasn't really had a lot of time under a good coach. And now he's entering his second year with, with Sean McVay, just like Jared Cook is. And, you know, I, I still don't want to lose faith in him because I've seen what he can do. And him and Brandon Cooks used to play together. So there's, I'm sure there's some comfort level there. And if Goff gets hurt, that may, that may come in real handy. So I think they'll probably go with two quarterbacks. I think Mannion gets the nod again as the backup. And, you know, maybe we'll see Luis Perez make the, make the uh, practice squad. One of the interesting notes that I saw as I was just looking at all the camp stuff that people were posting, and that was Luis Perez was, was really struggling in camp early, and Brandon Allen went up to him and was really trying to help him out and work together with him. But in the end, given where this roster is and given the other, the other factors, you have a lot of corners to this roster. It's a very deep section with – the season starting with Jamon Brown already out for two games. They're probably going to carry more offensive linemen as well. So I can see why they would carry just two quarterbacks. And in that case, they're going to go Goff and Mannion with Allen being cut. And I think there's a really, really good chance Perez winds up on the practice squad, like you were saying. So, yeah, I hate to say it, but I'm going to say I agree with you, which makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it just tells you, me that your IQ just went up a little bit. That's all. Well, whenever I'm having conversation with somebody not named Norm Hightower, it goes up. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Gary, is that how you see it, too? Do you see this as being a two-quarterback thing? or? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pretty sure we we need more room on the on the squad. I mean, we've, got, we've got too many uh, big names out there, and if one of those guys go down, we need we need somebody nice to, to back them up and, and – Pretty much out of the three backups, if if golf goes out, we're we're running the ball, so <laughs> it's not going to matter who's back there. Uh, Manning has more play time; he's got more time under under uh, McVay's offense, and I I uh, I feel bad for the kid because he didn't have a line when he first started with us, you know, and probably shell shock. So yeah, I'll don't forget that four nine game he played in last year, Gary. Oh yeah, you know we. He, it was him and, and a bunch of backups and, and backup offensive linemen. He didn't do badly. I mean, but it wasn't great either. It wasn't and all of a sudden folks were like, well, see, you, you guys are all cheering for, for Sean Mann. You thought he would do it. You thought he would do it and look at him. And he didn't even get a fair shake then. He was playing with the second and third teamers against the four hours first team. Yeah, well, he was, yeah. Hit, he was hitting Tavon Austin in the hands, and <laughs> we all know yeah. how that worked out for him. So <laughs> True. <laughs> he did hit yeah, Gerald Everett in a nice play. Yeah. So I'm pulling for him. I like I said, I liked him since since day one. I, I was hoping I was hoping for more for him. So. Okay. So do we have a, con- a consensus here? Just two quarterbacks, Goff and Mannion. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So. All right. So before we move on, folks, and, and talk about the running backs, our, our just our last sponsor, uh, John Hawk, uh, his son Jayhawk. Okay. He runs Jayhawk Pool Plaster Modeling. It it's I know we're getting towards the end of summer, but in California, it's always sunny, right? It's almost always sunny, which means great weather for the pool. So if you look at remodel, resurface, or you can put a new pool in, give Jayhawk Pool Plaster Remodeling a, 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 give them a call. Check them out. They're at 4780 East Wesley Avenue in Anaheim, California. They serve the Orange County and Southland area. And look, they built their business on a mantra of fantastic results and amazing customer service. So head on over there. Jayhawkpools.com. Deal with the work. You can see the quality in their finishes and the testimonies provided by fast customers. 
fast. I said fast customers. Past customers. If you're looking to remodel, resurface, or even put a new pool in, give Jayhawk a call at 714-695-0700. Again, 714-695-0700. You can also email them at info at jayhawkpools.com. It's a great opportunity to help out fellow members of the Ramley. Give them a call. We'll be glad you did. Thanks, Mark. Okay. Marbles. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the story of that, Gary, is I guess one... I I, I, uh, I talk fast sometimes and get a little ahead of myself, so one guy left a review on us on iTunes and said, I talked to have marbles in my mouth, which made me feel, you know, <laughs> very... Took my self-esteem down to a, a previously unheard of level, but now now he just calls me marbles. I actually had a, a guy from Pro Football Focus email me the other day and tell me and call me marbles. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Okay, running back. Running back is going to be a little more complicated. We know who the number one guy is. It's a no-brainer. Right? It's this talk really. The rest of the core right now on the roster, Justin Davis, Malcolm Brown, Nick Hawley, rookie, Kent State, John Kelly, rookie, Tennessee. Five guys, you you carry three, maybe four. Awesome. You have a special teamer? So carry three, maybe four. How's this pan out? We'll, we'll start with Gary. Uh, I think Malcolm Brown earned his spot already. I mean, yeah, every every camp gives you a spot. Malcolm Brown came through for us, like, you know, I'm not um, I think he stays. Uh, I think Kelly, Kelly, Kelly was running hard, uh, pretty quick. Like again, like I said, without without pads on, it's hard to it's hard to say too much. But uh, I seen him running hard, looked pretty good, uh, looked pretty quick. So I'm, I mean, we need the depth. We need the depth, especially with with really running, passing or running, catching. Uh, he's he's been a four down back at times. I mean, they're they're gonna need depth there. So I, I say I say carry three and one on the practice squad at least. So the three you think are going to be Brown, Gurley, Kelly, and then practice squad either Holly or Davis. Yeah, I was I I was thinking Davis, but I I heard that he got got hit pretty pretty hard uh, in practice by uh somebody said uh, they hit him pretty hard. Looked like he had gotten hurt, but. I, that's what I read, but I, I didn't. I didn't get to finish reading up on it, so I actually got to go back and look that up. Need to check it out, Norm. I haven't, I haven't heard anything about that, but uh, you know, I like Justin Davis a lot. I mean, I know he fumbled a lot in the beginning, you know, last year, but uh, I think you know it, it's hard to be much quicker than him. Uh, so I've been a fan of him, and and only because of seniority, I have him having the edge over Kelly just a little bit. Um, but without like being at camp and seeing everything that's going on, it's hard to say. Just just watching video and everything. So at the beginning, at the beginning of the off season, I was saying it was Gurley, Malcolm Brown, Davis, and Kelly. Now I think it could be, you know, Kelly overtaking Davis, maybe a little bit. But I agree that they'll probably keep three running backs on the roster. And one on the practice squad is likely, but I don't know that they stay on the practice squad very long because another team might pick them up. That's a deep set of backs. I mean, honestly, it's a really deep set of backs. 
Gurley one, obviously. Malcolm Brown, I believe he could be a feature back in the, in the NFL. He's shown those flashes. I believe that if he plays somewhere else, he could be a feature guy. Uh, so obviously number two. I'm saying obviously a lot here. I must say I, I, something's wrong with me. <laughs> That's a first time of the year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, so to me, it comes down to Justin Davis, John Kelly, and Nick Holly. Speed out of the backfield with Malcolm Brown. Early. Uh, I'm gonna. They drafted John Kelly for a reason, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with John Kelly sliding in the number three slot. I think just and I think Justin Davis makes a team as a fourth back as a special teamer. Nick Holly either released or going on going on uh, the training squad. That's how I'm gonna frame it up. Yeah, we're we're all in pretty much agreement for the most part. Yeah, I, yeah. the thing that really kind of sits out to me is John Kelly. There were plenty of teams. That were surprised he, he went where he did. There were plenty of just, just a lot of great feedback on the Rams getting him, where they got him, and he's shown plenty of flashes. So I'm just kind of wondering, you know, it with Justin Davis there, is it just a foregone conclusion? Just just keep working hard and he'll pass him and he'll make the team. Yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, it's too early in camp too. So okay, so folks, that's our first two position battles: quarterbacks and running backs. Next episode, that's where it'll get really hard because it's wide receivers. And I kid you not, let's count them. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 receivers on the roster right now. We're going to have fun breaking that one down. And then there's five tight ends in the roster. So yeah. those will be our next two positions. So, y- y- hey, Gary, you got it easy today, man. Yeah. This is going to be a train wreck with us on on you know our next show. I'm just saying, you got you don't, it. Don't add the uh, the wide receivers, to tight ends, and and don't mix it up with the DBs because then that's a whole another close thing. Oh boy, yeah, there's lots of DBs too. Okay, folks, we're getting ready to get out of here. Gary, we want to thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for letting us know a little more about Diehard Brands uh, Booster Club. We really appreciate it. Uh, it's it was nice to meet you out there at Ram Fest, and I'm I'm hoping we get a chance to go out there and. And hang out with you guys a little bit and make it feed us. Hint, hint. Hey, yeah, but open <laughs> invitation. You know where we're at. We're under the, the double billboard off of uh, MLK, Lot 6. Uh, the grill's always hot. Beer's always cold, so you're, you're more than welcome. Appreciate well, it. Appreciate get, all your, get all your people to listen to us. We need all the help we can get. Definitely, definitely. No kidding, man. We, you know, we, we, um, I, I said this in the email, actually. The one thing I regret about... When we started Rams talk, was that I did not really reach out to the booster clubs like I should because we we do this show for you guys, we do this show for the fans. We should be talking the booster clubs. We should have you guys in the show and get you guys introduced and hopefully help you guys draw more people into your clubs. And because it's what it is, it's a rambling. When we walk out there and, and watch the game and have some each other and really enjoy this sport that we love together. And so I really regret that. So I'm glad you guys were able to, to uh, I was able to meet you guys and then get you on the show. And we're looking forward to uh, talking again. Yeah, definitely. Anytime, man. Appreciate it, Gary. Great meeting you. You too, guys. Hope, uh, hope uh, I get to meet you in, in person, Norm. Yeah, I'll uh, definitely give you a call when I come down. Right hey, on, you, buddy. you won't miss him. He looks like he looks like the, the trolls from. I look like your brother. From, Oh, okay. <laughs> he looks like the trolls brother, from the Hobbit. Thank you. 
Yeah, I'm I'm almost I'm I'm six four, almost six five, and and I won't mention my weight either. For but I I wear the same size shirt <laughs> as your brother. <laughs> right on. All right. All right, man. Have a good one. All right, you guys too. Take it easy. <laughs> Take it easy now. I do wonder if if the fans ever get tired of us just beating the crap out of each other on the podcast. Oh, I don't know. I have a lot of fun doing it, so it's hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at TalkRams and on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Rams Talk. Also, don't forget we have a group. Why? Because Facebook has messed with algorithms over and over again. And posts that once got to six, seven, eight thousand people now get to about 2,000 people. So we, t- we use the group because for whatever reasons, groups work better. Look us up, Rams Talk Room. We have a group there. You can find me on Twitter at DC Paul. You can find Norm on Twitter at Norm Hightower. Please don't forget us on iTunes. iTunes is so big for us. We really appreciate a good review if we earned it. And if not, I hope you... Never mind. Anyway, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Android, Google Play, Player FM, IEB Radio. It, you can find us everywhere and hopefully soon to other places as well. For Norm Hightower, this is Derek C. Paula. Take it easy. Adios, marbles. <laughs>
are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.